Real Time Episode 3. Let's get it. Welcome back, guys. We're at a different scenery today, Kutztown. K-Town, baby. It's popping down here. Today, we're coming to you with a first-round review of the NFL Draft. I know last Friday we did say our next episode would be conspiracy theories. We're going to push that back a little bit. We apologize. You know, they don't got to come out right now. We have, you know, the entire entire lifespan of this podcast, which hopefully will go on for a couple of years at least. Hopefully. I have fun doing them. Yeah, I have a good time. So... Let's get right into the draft, man. I think everybody knew who was going number one, Trevor Lawrence. Pretty basic pick to the to Jags. I, and, I mean, getting Trevor Lawrence is a big deal. but He's one of those players that, like they were talking about on draft night. Like, first I'll say this. Uh, many people know I'm not, like, very into football uh, as much as Pat is or, like, mainly a lot of sport things. This is last year during the season was the first year I actually – watched i watched every steelers game and then my roommate ryan and all, mainly every, everyone that i'm friends with is an eagles fan so i also watched all of the eagles games so i'm a steelers fan of heart but i know how eagles fans think and what they want in life which is annoying at the same time but last night was the first time i actually watched the draft i've never watched the draft it was a fun experience honestly it's, it's a fun experience but it's lengthy the first round they drag it out they really um, do no the first the first five picks were so annoying they it's like the Jags. Why Why did you take like nine minutes to draft Trevor Lawrence? Like, it was yeah, such Trevor. an obvious pick, but back to Trevor. Trevor's he's known he's been going there since the season ended. He's a great pick, but at the same time, he's one of those guys that like does not – he does not care about football. Like he's come out and already told reporters like his dad could back this up too. If he were to retire today, he would be like happy with it and just live his life. He does not really care about football. He has already said like his top priority – isn't really like winning a Super Bowl. He doesn't care. I don't know how is like being a number one pick and like a once in a generation type of talent coming into the league. You're already talking like that. I don't know. I think yeah, and the bar is definitely set high for him too. <laughs> like there's big expectations for him coming out of college. It's sad though. He doesn't have that yeah. like mentality. Like I want to win. Like most of these dudes. So he'll be phenomenal because of how good he is. But I wish he had that like chip on his shoulder to prove someone wrong. He literally has nothing to prove wrong. Like he's he's a Rich, white, married, handsome guy, like not really much you could do in life. So, and um, unless he goes 16 and well, 17, well, yeah, 17 and 0 yeah, in the regular season, season now. Yeah. yeah, unless he goes 17 and 0 with the Jaguars this year, he will lose his first regular season football game ever. That's kind of wow. crazy, but um, just like number one, we knew who was going number two. The Jets got Zach Wilson, and we talked about Zach Wilson last week, on last the talk. week, yeah. I'm not high on the guy. Uh, I like Zach Wilson. I think it was a good pick by the Jets, especially when we get down further in the draft, their second first-round pick that they took to give him some protection. I like what they're doing. I like. They, I think they had a very successful first-round draft, but I think Zach Wilson, he's like one of those guys where like I think almost every quarterback in this draft other than Trevor Lawrence is going to thrive. Like I, I'm really high on all of these QBs to be very good in the future. I think we witnessed one of the drafts that you don't see too often where it's overloaded with QB talent and it was something special to see especially for Zach Wilson going too. I liked what he said too he wasn't very cocky as most of these guys aren't when they're getting like their interview after they're drafted they're very cool and collective with with what they say but I like Zach Wilson too I thought it was a good pick by the Jets the man did look he looked like he was going to a high school prom he looked so young (laughs) he was fly he he had the drip on you can't got respect I I don't hate the guy but I don't think he's gonna do well usually quarterbacks to get drafted to the Jets tend to struggle that's the problem like Sam so Tough Sam spot. Darnold people like 
will hate. I I personally like Sam Darnold. I just think he was on a team with no like blockers, so he had no protection, and he had nobody to throw the ball to, so he he couldn't thrive. So we're looking at almost a similar situation with Zach Wilson. Like they don't really have. And he, he didn't play against like the Clemsons or the yeah. Alabamas in college. I I'm really against. Stuff he doesn't. Like that. He doesn't have. Uh, Situation. Not many targets to throw to. And I mean, they did draft, like I said, some protection for him, but hopefully he'll turn out better than Sam Darnold. Now, with number three, I was I was shocked by this. I, I think a lot of people were shocked J- with Trey Lance. JR texted me right when 49ers got on the clock and he's like, Who are they taking? I said, Mac Jones. Like, I thought no chance they take Trey Lance. And then they came out and they took Trey Lance. And we saw how a quarterback from North, North Dakota State has gone before Carson Wentz. They're an FCS team, they don't play. FBS football, so they play lower schools. They're basically D two, yeah, in a sense. So I don't know, man. That just rubs me the wrong way. I, I just, mean, I yeah, sorry to cut you off. I I feel like we'll get sorry about that, yeah, <laughs> but did. I feel like I, I I personally thought Mac Jones was the clear cut three third overall pick. Oh like, yeah, there was too. no debate for this for Trey Lance to go three, but they're taking a chance on someone with a lot of potential. See Mac. Mac Jones has a very high ceiling, but a like not a very high floor, if that makes sense. No, that makes sense. Yeah. In a way. But with this guy, his his floor may not be high, but his ceiling is also a lot higher than Mac Jones. Because just of just based on how athletic Trey Lance is. He's athletic, but the thing is, can he throw the ball that good though? And that like that's what you don't get when you don't play against those big teams like Alabama. You don't or Clemson. You don't play like the cornerbacks that cover space quick like he's at the d2 level like you don't see in that it's one of those the game's faster it's one of those high risk game. high reward though yeah. if he turns because he could be a baller and, and that'd be probably maybe even the seal of the draft depending on all of these qbs depending on how they play you look at it like because you could say zach wilson will be the best qb trey lance will be the best qb trevor lawrence will be the best qb so forth it just depends how they're going to play next year if they even start because trey lance isn't going to start they still no, got jimmy they g. still got jimmy g but He's gonna be knocking on the door for sure. Um, I thought Jimmy G would have been traded. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't think yeah. they were gonna draft, but I maybe thought, they just want they want Trey Lance to sit behind Jimmy G for a year, get some experience, learn from a that veteran QB. Even though Jimmy G's not really old yet, I thought we were gonna see maybe um, a reunion with Jimmy G and the Patriots, but that was ruled out right before the draft. I got an update, mm-hmm. so I saw that. Oh, so with after Trey Lance, the next pick. The Falcons took someone that everyone could have guessed. Kyle Pitts, Pitts which absolute, Eagles fans really wanted. Absolute all week. beast. Well, we knew, we knew this was going to happen. He was not going to be around that long. With Kyle Pitts, though, he's listed as a tight end. And with if he would have got drafted to another team, I think they would have converted him to a wide receiver. But he knowing, plays like a receiver. Oh yeah, he's, he looks like maybe try out there. <laughs> he's knowing, shit. knowing how. Um, the Falcons are. They have Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones, so they'll probably run Pitts at the tight end, make one more push at a Super Bowl. Here uh, I saw rumors though of Julio potentially being traded. I, I think, thought it would have happened on I draft think, night, but yeah, I think he would have got traded if they would have took the route of taking a quarterback. So you think, they're, think you think they're gonna, rock, you think they're going to rock him Ryan until him. he's done? Yeah. The thing is with Matt Ryan, with all these like like we say, Calvin Ridley. Julio He's a Jones. good quarterback. No, I'm I'm saying this this is going to be a bold take. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but don't be surprised if this season Matt Ryan makes a race, like a run in the race for MVP with all yeah, those yeah, great weapons. Yeah. Like I can easily see Matt Ryan putting up like video game numbers with those with that receiving core. Seriously, he'll have he'll have a great a great season. I really think he will. 
Now, pick five, this this threw me off a little bit. I knew there was a chance of this, but, like, in every mock draft, you saw you saw the tackle from Oregon going at five to the Bengals. So, I like, I knew deep down inside there was a chance of this. But just seeing it happen, come into play, was kind of cool. Jamar Chase team, teaming up with Joe Burrow once again with the Bengals. That's tough. It's a, it's good for, like, that chemistry aspect of Burrow and uh, Jamari. Like, you already know what they play like together, so it's just taking that to the next level. But – I don't, I don't like it because they need you just protect you need. You, we just saw last week. We talked about Joe Burrow's uh, Instagram caption for his like scar, and that thing is huge. Like, as soon as your like QB, your franchise QB goes down with an ACL tear in his rookie year, the next draft you get the man protection with your first round pick. You don't get him more weapons. Like, I I get why it's like one of those like. They already got chemistry together, so you might as well team up again. But I don't know. I don't like that pick for them. I think they should have went with an offensive lineman, and I think they've messed up doing I, that. I don't dislike the pick. I, they did have to pick somebody up, though, because they <laughs> lost A.J. Green to the Cardinals. But, um, yeah, maybe they'll sign people through free agency to get protection for Joe Burrow, but that, that should be number one. <laughs> I know oh, teaming them up with you get a player, again. You get a player like Joe Burrow – you do everything in your power to keep him protected at all costs. You can't – the man has – like we just said, he already tore his ACL once. Like the like the chance of him tearing it again could be like he won't recover as well, obviously. Yeah. So, I don't know. Hopefully, I mean, we have the second round tonight. Yeah, and the third round. Is it second and third tonight? Second and third tonight. So, they could obviously draft some help for him. But it, when you're getting like an offensive lineman in the first round that goes high, it's one of those guys that's like it's he's gonna last like twelve like twelve solid years. So it's like in the long run, like when you're looking at it as a fan base, is like the obviously the Bengals don't want to draft a lineman. Nobody, nobody's hyped for a lineman, but no. it's one of those picks where it's it's a smart move to do, and I, I think they should have went with a lineman. Six pick got shooken up a little bit. Everyone thought the Dolphins were gonna land Jamar Chase. With Jamar Chase going at five, they had to settle with Jalen Waddle. I wouldn't even say settle. It's well, yeah, it's not settling, but they, everyone knew they would have took Jamar if they had the choice out of the three wide receivers. Yeah. I thought they were going to take Devontae Smith, to be honest. I, I would remember watching it, and I was like, well, here goes Smith. I guess the fa- Waddle's going to fall to the, the Eagles or the Giants, but they took Waddle. I like I like that pick for – it. All this all goes back to – Tua, how well Tua is really going to play because we didn't really get to see Tua in his full strength. He was he played what I think it was seven games. He had seven or six games. Yeah. He didn't play horrible, but you don't really get to see what he's like in those seven last seven games. But they got Will Fuller now. He's still suspended for one game. Devontae Parker, and then with this new addition, I don't know. Tua could be lethal. He does. Yeah, he does have a lot of targets. He has Waddle now, Will Fuller, Devontae Parker, and then Mike Gesicki at the tight end spot. So. Dolphins could be fighting for that wild card spot this year. Maybe this is his year to show what he got, though. With at the seven pick, the Lions took who we thought was going to go to the Bengals, Pene Suau, the offensive tackle from Oregon. I don't really got much to say about this. It's like I was talking about earlier. It it gets a production for Jared Goff, which is really (laughs) weird to say. (laughs) He's the Lions quarterback now. But. I, I was watching a, a MMG. Uh, he's a Madden YouTuber. Great guy. You guys check his YouTube out. But he's a Lions fan, and uh, he was live streaming the draft, and he was so pissed about this pick. But it's like like I was talking about. It's one of those picks that, like, in the long run, it's it's so worth it. Like, you, they will have this guy for the next 12 to 15 years, 
and he'll put in solid production. For him to go seven, like you look at it like this, any other draft, usually like 20 years ago, linemen are the number one pick. Yeah. Like they're the top priority, not these receivers. But And even like the top three picks this year were quarterbacks. Like, like we have not two, seen that, that in so long. Yeah, but rare. it's a good pick. I mean, at seven, I think that's, in my opinion, it's the steal of the draft almost. He's like a number one potential type of guy in any other draft. Longevity, as long as he doesn't get hurt, he'll be a great pick for the Lions. It's like their first building block on their new era because it's the Safra era is over. I don't think they're going to rock with Jared Goff that too long. Yeah, I don't think It's kind of so. one of those bypassing years. Next year, I'm, I'm assuming they'll take a quarterback. They already got the protection for him. So we'll see what goes on from there. Now, these next four picks really shook up the draft. I And it started with the Panthers. I thought for sure – Panthers might even though they got Darnold, I thought maybe they they would take a quarterback, but they they shook up the draft by taking J.C. Horn, the cornerback from South Carolina, which I know Cowboys were originally sitting at ten. Had to make them start shaking in their boots because they wanted a cornerback. They need defense. Those cowboy the Cowboys need some help. Yeah, so um, they really shook it up by taking J.C. Horn. J.C. Horn's a great cornerback. I, I thought he would be the first one off the board. He's a great man-to-man coverage guy. And he's tough. Devontae Smith said it was the toughest guy to go against. Well, I like I like the Panthers not drafting quarterback. I, like many people – people call me stupid for this. I think Sam Darnold – I'm not saying he's going to ever be an elite quarterback or like even a top-10 quarterback, but he's an above-average quarterback in the right circumstance. I Back to what I said. If you're on the Jets with no line and no targets, obviously you're going to look like you're shit. But – He's in a new place now. Hopefully, he could do a lot better there. I'm I'm rooting for my boy Sam. I really am. I like Sam Darnold a lot. Then the Broncos at nine. They took Patrick Sertan, which crossed out the Cowboys getting a cornerback. Loading that defense and it, up. And it, it loaded the defense up. And it, it was kind of like shocked me a little bit. I thought maybe we were going to see Fields go to Denver. But I guess they're giving the young guy another chance out there. And taking Sertan, you get another solid cornerback and add to that defense. Like you said, they signed Kyle Fuller and Ronald Darby, so their secondary is going to be loaded. It's amazing to me that just, like, as we'll get to it in a couple minutes, that Justin Fields and Mac Jones have even made it to this point. To this point, like, they're still on the board to me. Like, those, to me, I talked to Pat about this and a couple other people. You Like, Justin Fields, any other draft, top three pick. Mac Jones, any other draft top three pick, but you look at it like this, this draft was so QB heavy. It's like they get the, that's why I think they're going to, there's there. Those two will be the steals of the draft almost because of how low they got them. But on to the next pick trade, our first trade, trade of the, the draft. Night. Cowboys and Eagles made a trade. And since the Cowboys, like we said, they were looking to get one of those cornerbacks. They were off the board. So they decided to trade back to 12 and switch with the Eagles who originally jumped the Giants who were at 11 because the Giants wanted Devontae Smith. The Eagles knew if they wanted Devontae Smith, they'd have to make a move. They made a move and went and got Devontae Smith, their guy at 10. First time in a while, not even an Eagles fan, but I heard it from Ryan. First time in a while that you guys have not messed up for once. So yeah, it must feel, good to, get, it must feel good to get a draft yeah. pick, right? But I do <laughs> – I think it's funny how the Eagles and uh, Cowboys, as much as they hate each other, they will come they, together, they to work screw together. Over, to screw over the Giants. <laughs> Poor Giants fans. I'm yeah, sorry, guys. The Eagles are deaf. I think this showed a lot of things for the Eagles. It showed, one, that they're really committing to Jalen Hurts because Justin Fields and Mac Jones 
two great quarterbacks were still on the board. So for them to move up, I don't hate it. I don't hate that wide receiver. It shows that they're committed to Jalen Hurts and they got him as one guy reuniting them. They played at Bama together, so it's that's pretty cool. How about how about the that Alabama receiving core though? Yeah, it's insane. That's how about just Alabama in general? Like how many players? They're low key like a semi. They're like (laughs) a semi pro team. But next we have yeah. to me, which is one of the steals of the draft to get Justin Fields at eleven. The Giants made that trade with the Bears. The Bear, well, the Bears made the trade with the, the Giants, Giants, move up from twenty to eleven to go get their guy. The Giants missed out on Devontae Smith, so they're looking to get out, get some more draft capital. And the Bears swooped in. They knew they would have to jump the Patriots if they wanted their guy. They got their guy. I said on last week, uh, I don't like necessarily like justin fields as much i don't i don't like him i really don't not saying he won't be good but to get him at 11 that's a steal you can't argue with that and now and now the bears did come out and still say andy dalton's their starter but we see this all the time andy dalton i'm thinking he'll start three or four games he shouldn't even if i'm being honest they really shouldn't even start in one game there's no it makes no point to start a qb that isn't going to be your future QB. This, this team is loaded on defense. So even if Justin Fields does struggle in year one, he has a defense to fall on with Khalil Mack and company. But Matt Nagy, their head coach, his job's on the line here. So to make this move to go get your guy, this might save his job. Good for him. Now at 12, the Cowboys moved with the Eagles. They swapped picks, basically. And the Cowboys took a guy we both know, know of. Pretty famous in this area. <laughs> Micah Parsons from Penn State. Great Big pick. Big Great dude. pick. Linebackers tend to always end up with Cowboys. Cowboys, I think, every year have great linebackers. This draft had a lot of good linebackers, I feel like. And the <laughs> fact that he, 11, we're seeing that's when I, this draft is a very weird draft seeing a linebacker go, the first one go 12. Yeah, like it's, it's been a very offensive heavy draft so far, which is interesting to me. Yeah. Um, and with Micah Parsons, Cowboys did struggle on defense last year. This helps them out a lot. Uh, they need some. They need some help on defense. Their their goal is just obviously your goal in any game is to outscore the other opponent. But no, their goal is literally just guns out. Let's just let's put up forty plus. Hope we win. Unfortunately, now I'll have to watch Micah play against the Eagles twice a year. Yeah, I like the guy, but that does suck. Sucks. Yeah. Moving on to thirteen, the Chargers. Uh, the Chargers were looking to get some of these guys that went before. Um, and Parsons and the cornerbacks. So they settled with the safe pick here after watching all those guys go. Rashawn Slater from Northwestern. I'm great pick. Offense tackle, get your young quarterback oh, some yeah, protection. Yeah. Protect protect Justin at all. I like so, Justin. I do love Justin. I, love I Justin think, Herbert. yeah, I said it last year. I, I wish we were doing this last year and I would have called it. I was telling Matt, Matt's a big Oregon guy. It's like your boy. Justin Herbert, he's going to be the best quarterback from the draft. But I just wish that Aiden Stan, because I know he listens, would hop on the Justin Herbert bandwagon train and trust in him. He's going to be – listen, Aiden, I know you're listening because you you give us feedback every week. Justin is going to be a phenomenal QB in this league, and you need to hop on him. Buy his jersey right now. Damn it. Aiden, literally pause the podcast. Go order Justin Herbert jersey because he's your guy, and I'm glad you guys got him. He's going to be phenomenal for you guys. Yeah, great pick by the Chargers to get him protection. He's going to be there for your number one concern. Once you have a young QB, is to protect him at all costs because the last thing you need, as I'm going to keep saying with these young QBs we talk about, you need to protect them. Like they have big ass dudes running at them. Like yeah, you get blindsided by someone that's like 
200 and some pounds and drilling you at their full force, like it's going to hurt, especially with some of these smaller QBs. Justin's, how tall, Justin's not that small. He's not that but small. But like a guy like Burrow, like I was talking about, like he's not like a big dude. Like it's going to hurt. Like you have a high chance for an injury. We don't, you don't need that as an NFL team. Um, just like uh, the Chargers, the Jets came in. Well, the Jets made a trade with Minnesota to get to 14. They go get a offensive guard to protect Zach Wilson. Their, their protection um, was horrible. They got the offensive guard from U- USC. I'm not even going to try to say this name. <laughs> yeah, no, just Tucker. <laughs> but, yeah, Tucker, they're getting protection for their young guy. It's a good route to go. Yeah, and like I said earlier, it's Honest, the best move from them. Yeah, finally. They not. had a good draft first round. Good. It's a good move by the Jets, which is weird to say. A good move by the Jets. <laughs> Maybe they'll be turning that franchise around. I mean, nobody – you hate seeing one franchise be so bad for so long. Like Something about New York, I guess, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Those, <laughs> those Knicks turning around, making the playoffs this year yeah. too. Everyone's happy when New York's winning. Yeah, we'll see. Now 15. I, this steal, is the draft. steal the draft. Steal the draft. Yeah, no debate. Mac Jones – who I thought was going three, fell all the way to 15 to Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Which is not good. You don't want you don't <laughs> want to give Bill a guy like this. You can't give Bill a guy like, like this. Seriously. Or Josh McDaniels, the offensive coordinator. They're going to thrive with Mac Jones. But the thing is, they're not going to start with Mac Jones. No, I think Cam Newton's no. going to be under center. At least at least for half the season, if not the whole year. Cam Newton's, Cam Newton's a competitor. He's not going to lay down for this guy. The more important thing was I, I was telling people about this. I go, Mac, Mac Jones will only thrive depending on where he goes. And I this is literally like the best case scenario spot he could have went. I was uh, last night while watching the draft with a couple of friends. I really wanted – so at 15, Mac Jones is – I wanted the Steelers from 24 to hop, try to hop up. I mean, like people – they were telling – like disagreeing with me, but like – this class and Mac Jones is 15. You trade up to get Mac Jones. I know you were talking to me. It doesn't make sense. We signed Mason Rudolph. I get that, but this is Ben's last year. And with a QB heavy class like this, for Mac Jones to even be on the board at 15, to me, you have to make a move that, to get that. That's that was just my personal opinion. At the same time, I don't know a lot about the NFL, obviously, but I'm really high on Mac Jones. Like he's going to be an elite court, like he's going to be a, a top 10 QB in the next 10 years. He will be. Yeah, I, that's a great pick there. Now we're about halfway through the first round here. Yes, we are. And the Cardinals made – I wouldn't even say the Cardinals made splash. The Cardinals selected outside linebacker Xavier Collins. I'd say Xavier Collins made a splash. Yeah. I saw a report today that he was on the phone with the Cardinals GM, and you know what he told the Cardinals GM on the phone? What, what did he say? We're going to fucking kill everybody. <laughs> Excuse my language. That's just what he said. But that's like quote. that's a that's huge to say. Like you said that to a GM. Like I'd be intimidated. That's not coming out of my mouth when I get drafted. But yeah, he, great outside linebacker, and it was a great pick by the Cardinals, adding to the defense. Seventeen. We have uh, the Raiders. You know the L of the draft. This guy, I don't, like I, I like I, like I said, I don't have that much knowledge on most of these guys. Like I had to do some research, but like I, I genuinely don't know. I know like little to nothing on this person. Well, not only that, but um, a stat came up on the TV when he got picked. And it didn't even was, it didn't even seem like he was the best was a, available one on like no, on the board. That's what was, I mean. At, in his position, he was the second rank, and 
on the big board, he was overall 60th best player available. Like this seemed like it, to me, this they line picked, said this, this was like a second round pick almost. They could have almost picked him in the third round. That's what I mean. Like, he was he, this is not first round potential. L um, Raiders was an L, horrible draft. Yeah, horrible I pick. saw they're probably the losers of the draft. I mean, either way, you're getting an offensive tackle from Bama, yeah. so he's probably gonna pan out fine. But you could have got him later. So. Dolphins back on the clock at 18. They take Jalen Phillips from Miami, D-end. Oh, I like that pick for them. Yeah, good rusher. He's a good defender. They need power on the edge, and they got it with Jalen Phillips. That good pick, safe pick. I'm excited to see what he could do in Miami. I mean, he doesn't have to go far. The Dolphins are going to – yeah, the Dolphins are going to – he went to school in Miami, didn't he? Yeah, he yeah. went to Miami. The, the Dolphins are going to be an interesting team because they weren't that bad last season. They really weren't. Considering I, I personally think last year the Dolphins just uh, stuck with Fitzpatrick. I think that would have been the smarter move. I think they almost could have made the playoffs. But this year you have Tua, like we were talking about, going into a fresh team, giving them some better defensive assets. You got new receiving, you got new receivers. It's going to be fun for Tua. Let's let's see. It's really going to test what he's about because I I have a roommate at uh, a friend at school. His name's Zach, and he's a he's a Dolphins fan. I, I love clowning him with Tua because. Not that two is bad. It's just funny to make fun of a lefty quarterback. But yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll see if Tua can prove me wrong. But until then, Tua is dog water, and you heard it here first on real time. Yeah, I don't think Tua is all that either. He's ass. Um. So the football team came up at nineteen. There was, it was sort of not as bad as the Raiders pick. Jermaine Davis. Inside linebacker from Kentucky. It's another one of those. He wasn't the best. Like I don't. He, he wasn't, wasn't the best, best linebacker on the board. Like and, it doesn't make sense. You know what the bad thing is about this year? The best inside linebacker available is still out there. He's, I know. He was supposed to go twelfth. The Notre Dame linebacker. I'm hoping maybe the Eagles come and scoop him up. I can't believe he's still there. But like Davis ain't bad. He's not no. bad, and he's gonna be a day one starter with them. They didn't bring back um, Ruben Foster or Thomas Davis, so. With the football team, he's going to be starting day one. Not a horrible pick, but, like, a little confusing. Next, we have the the Giants, you know, the poor the team. Trade. They got literally the trade that they bent made. over by the Cowboys and the Eagles. It was weird seeing, the, like, those cow- the Cowboys and Eagles, how much they hate each other, really team up just to fuck over the Giants. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> fuck the Giants. Who, who likes the Giants? I'm sorry. I mean, they did get a solid guy here. Yeah. They missed out on all the top targets, Devontae Smith, Waddle, um, Jamar Chase. So he's still, trade, he's a fast guy. He's a fast guy. Yeah, Tony, Tony, the wide receiver for Florida. He's not a bad, bad pickup. They, they had to trade back though. They would have, they would have been wasting a pickup there, and they traded with the Bears and still got a decent wide receiver in the first round. Mm-hmm. Well, how about the Colts at the next pick? Even upgrading that defense even more. <sighs> yeah, I saw scary defense they're gonna have. Quinte Pay, mm-hmm. edge rusher from Michigan. He is a stud. <laughs> and that Colts defense was, what, top five last year? Top three. Top I think three. you could even say top three. It just defense. adds to that, man. Um, I saw rumors that he might even go in the top 15 yesterday. So for him to slip to the Colts, they had to be celebrating a little bit. Their success all relies on how well Carson is going to play for them. But I do think Carson, just it, it wasn't it with the Eagles towards the end of, like, that season, so I don't. I don't think Carson is. I think Carson's going to come out with the Colts and play phenomenal. I think he will. Yeah, I think he'll pick it back up. I mean, he'll have Frank Reich again, the guy that was the offensive coordinator during his almost MVP season. Yeah, yeah. Frank Reich knows how to use him. So, at twenty-two, 
The Titans take Caleb Farley here. Uh, third best cornerback ranked in the draft. Great cornerback, but there's a lot of questions coming in because he just got a second back surgery in his life right before the draft. And people were asking questions if he was like going to be injury prone or whatnot. Either way, I think the guy is going to be just fine. And the Titans got a steal here. To get him at 22, that's a steal. I don't know opinion. much on him, but I'll, I'll take your word on it. It's interesting trying to get more into the NFL. Like as a like as a 19-year-old, you'd think I'd already have like decent – like I have knowledge on the NFL, but not like the draft aspect. I don't really pay attention to these young guys. I, I get to know them once they're in the league. But I'll see. We'll see what he's like. Yeah. I think it's a good pick. Good steal there. 22. 23, the Vikings. Another Virginia Tech guy. Yeah, the Vikings made that uh, trade with the Jets. And, you know, the Jets, what, they trade with them for 14, I think it was. Yeah, 14. They took an offensive guard here at 23. The Vikings mm-hmm. take an offensive tackle from Virginia Tech. Another solid lineman trying to get protection for Kirk Cousins. I know their protection wasn't great last year. So you got to give you got to give time to yeah. people like Kirk Cousins past the ball. Poor Kirk. I like Kirk a little. I like I like my uh, like quarterbacks. Yeah. I don't know why. Yikes. It's not even like intentional. Like I like seeing unathletic dudes thrive. Like Kirk's not athletic, neither is Sam. I like seeing them thrive a little. You know, it's fun to watch them. At 24, as a Steelers fan, I was super excited for this pick. We have Najee Harris. I think it's a great pick. I mean, the Steelers are kind of converting back to their old ways of that great elite defense and a strong run game as it's coming to the end of Big Ben's career. Like I talked about earlier, I really wish they would have traded up for a quarterback, but I'm happy with Najee Harris. Yeah, I I think uh, a lot of people saw this coming. This was a pretty predictable pick, I'd say, and it's a great one. The first running back off the board, too. Yeah, it's a little different. They usually go. They usually go in like the teens. So to see one, the first. We get him at twenty four. We have him for. We can have him up to five years. So it's like running backs in the NFL. Realistically, you only want to pay big money to if they're like a top three running back because running backs are they're so replaceable. You see all these elite running backs get taken in the second, third, fourth round. So it doesn't really. We're not expecting like number one like running back in the league at yeah. Najee Harris, but he's going to be in a, like an elite running back for us, and he's going to yeah, get the job done. James Conner's gone, right? Yeah, he went to the Cardinals. He signed yep. a deal with them. So he's done. He's I done. like James a lot. I know, I know a lot of Steelers fans did not like what he brought to the table, but I thought he was above average at what he did other than his injuries. I but think, replacing him with Najee Harris is definitely an upgrade and a step in the right direction. We'll, we'll see like a two running back system there. They still mm-hmm, have Snell. Sure. Snell's yeah. pretty good. So More of a power kind of guy. Speaking of a two running back system, the Jaguars at 25 get Travis Etienne. So they bring the Clemson backfield to Jacksonville. Adding Travis Etienne, they got Trevor Lawrence earlier. But the Jaguars still have the undrafted rookie free agent they signed, James Robinson, who busted onto the scene and played – amazing football for them even though they were horrible that was the one bright spot so they'll probably have a two running back system i like i like them uh drafting both the clemson guys together you already have that chemistry yeah, familiar that's pretty cool um i think that was the big the biggest thing the draft right there yeah <laughs> i think ja- jacksonville once again i believe they won the draft even though like obviously they were gonna we'll get to do great we they're we'll gonna to do great yeah and who we think won the draft best steals and things like that now the Browns at 26, 
I was a little confused by this pick. I thought they I thought they were gonna take that the linebacker from Notre Dame, like we were saying. He was still on the board, unfortunately. They take Greg Newsom the second, a cornerback from Northwestern. He's he's a pretty good cornerback, but just I thought they were gonna go with the linebacker. Nothing against him. Still decent pick. I was just a little confused. I don't like the Browns. I don't want to talk about I don't even want to say anything about them. Yeah, they I their fans just rubbed me the wrong way. That's a lot coming from an Eagles fan. They're weird, bro. Like, who wants to be a Browns fan? Like, the, like, why was on? Like, okay, I have to say this. Why did at the draft did they kept referring to the Browns fans as brownies, bro? Have you ever heard the term no. brownies to no. brown fans? That's what I thought. Yeah, maybe I'm just tripping though. Ridiculous. At twenty-seven, um, this was I said that I called this. Rashad Bateman went to the Ravens. They need to get some targets for Lamar. And they got Rashad Bateman, Minnesota wide receiver, pretty solid guy. Lamar is one of those. I like. I I guess I like. I do really like talking about QB. I've noticed I've talked about every team's like quarterback practically in this draft. But Lamar, he gets a lot of hate for like no reason. But at the same time, I could see why he gets the hate if that makes sense. Because he he does he's not really lethal with his arm yet, but he has that growth and ability to do so. Yet he's still so young. What are your? I just want to get your opinions on Lamar, like real quick. I think his game's still developing. He's developing as a passer every year, but he needs to continue to. He's the thing still, is he's the, still not an. He's not even an average passer. The yet. thing with the athletic QBs is your athleticism can only carry you so far for so many years before your body catches up with you. Like, yeah, he's quick, could scramble out of that pocket and make, uh, like he can make plays from that, but. Ten years down the line, is Lamar going to be running full speed like that? No, he's going to have to throw the ball, and it's it's risky right now. Seeing what he's done so far, he needs to really step that up if he wants to be known as like an elite quarterback in this league compared to guys like Mahomes with the athleticism and the throwing ability. Same with even Josh Allen with the athleticism, but he has that throwing accuracy and that throwing power, and that's something Lamar just really doesn't have yet. But if he, he develops an arm, he could be potentially like top three quarterback in the league. He already has an MVP, so he's yeah. proved haters wrong, but enough about, enough about talking about enough about talking a Ravens player. <laughs> Let's move on to the next pick. Which was the Saints at 28, and they took Ed Rusher, Peyton Turner from Houston. Decent pick. I I thought they should have went with the other D end from Miami, which will eventually go to 30 to the Bills, but Peyton Turner's still a pretty solid guy from Houston, and it adds to that defense from Saints, Saints defense is pretty tough. They are good, so it just adds to Andrew it. Breeze. But so. the thing, the Peyton Turner, like I think they could have went with the guy from Miami instead. Of him. Like it's one of those. It was a preference for them, I guess. I think it, it's not the same caliber as the Raiders pick, but same with like the Saints could have probably got this guy in the second round. It's very similar to some other picks we've talked about earlier. Like some of these guys are going a lot higher than what you expect. Not to take credit away from what they've put in. No, they're, yeah, good for they're, them. They're good players, and they worked hard. They worked their asses off to get to the NFL draft. They made it in life, essentially. But some of them, I don't see them as first round picks. I see them as second round picks. Yeah. I think teams mess up on that. Like you could have taken someone a lot better and still gotten this guy in the second round, which just kind of sucks. Next, we had a uh, Green Bay at twenty nine, though. But first, before we even talk about who they picked, Rodgers. Yeah. Once out. And you know who they did pick. I, I thought if you wanted to keep Rodgers aboard, you need to get him another target. Get him right? a weapon. Yeah. If you want your you want that MVP quarterback to come back, you gotta get him someone to throw the ball to. Instead, they go out and draft a cornerback 
from Georgia, Eric Stokes. I mean, not a not a he's bad a, pick, but he's like he's a good cornerback. But like, you want to keep the quarterback, your 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 iconic player, your Green Bay Packers legend, Aaron Rodgers, on the team. But it's gonna be weird because he's gonna be gone. Like that's a fact, right? Yeah. It's going to be weird seeing Aaron Rodgers play for another team. I don't even know if he'll play this year. He might just be on Jeopardy. <laughs> he's taking a season off. He's running Jeopardy for the year. Eric Stokes, though, like a solid cornerback, but he's just a, like he's just solid. He's nothing special. And they picked him over some cornerbacks that probably should have went ahead of Stokes here, Court, uh, including Asante Samuels Jr., which might land in Philly tonight also. Stay That'd tuned. be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. But um, yeah, I was a little puzzled by this Eric Stokes pick. I really, I was. won't, I won't lie to you guys watching. Uh, I did tap out around the twenty fifth pick. I, I stopped watching. I didn't realize when you're watching the draft, it starts at eight and like it goes all night. Pick twenty four is just, <laughs> so. Like, I tapped around twenty four, twenty five when Steelers pick eleven thirty. I, I think I can recall it wasn't. We were on tw- so three and a half hours for twenty four some picks, like. Come on, NFL! Like, I get it's it's all a Monday scandal because they get to play commercials in between and they get to yeah, talk. It's all about the It's ads stupid and money. though. Like you don't need to make something like that long for no type of reason. And it, what made even less sense is the people who were virtual. They didn't really do like a post draft like that interview talk. Oh, so you would yeah. think it would have been so sped up this year, but no, still but, four four hours. No, Ridiculous! You, NFL fix it. I I watched till the end and it was over at like. 12 15. Yeah. So. Okay. I was very tired at 8 30. I had to wake up at 8 30 for class. Just wanted some sleep. Yeah. Like we said with 30 earlier, the other DN from Miami went to Buffalo. Good pickup for Buffalo. Once again, adding to their solid defense, getting a pass rusher. Pass rusher. Hey, solid pick. Definitely solid pick. And then we got the Ravens back at 31 again. Take it. Trade for this. I, how did they get this? They pick? traded. Eric Fisher. I don't – yeah, it was with Kansas City. They got it. some kind of trade. They got this pick from Kansas City, and they took Jason Owe, outside linebacker from Penn State, which is an absolute stud. I, this pick was this pick, great pick. He ran a 4-3 at his pro day. So He, he, was, he is a – if you were to watch Penn State play, he – He's an edge rusher, but they're converting him to linebacker. So, see how he could do with that tran- that transformation. Yeah, they they kind of treat him like a D end at Penn State, but he's fast enough to be a linebacker. I don't know. So, with the last pick of the first round, we have the reigning champs, who at the same time also brought back their entire team oh, for the sure. first time. Yeah. Well, it was the first time in like twenty years that a Super Bowl winning team brought back the exact same team for the next season. So, who knows how good they'll really be this year? It will be interesting, but they ended yeah, up going yeah. with a Joe Tryon. How do you say it? Uh, Tryon, I guess. Tryon, outside linebacker from Washington. Another good pick. <laughs> Him and Jason o- Owe, both outside linebackers, both ranked around the same area. I ex- I expected um, them to go a little higher in the first round. So for them to fall down to the last two picks, that's pretty cool for those two teams. Of course the. Buccaneers get somebody good at 32. You knew, you knew they were going to get top 30, someone good at 32, obviously. That's how it works in life. But that wraps up the first round of the NFL draft. Yeah, so who who would you say are your winners of the draft? If you I, had to pick three winners of the first, three winners, first round. Uh, I think easily the Patriots were the biggest winner of this draft. Getting Mac Jones at 11 is it's a blessing. It's literally a blessing. 
I'd have to go with I think the Bears I think the Bears made a great move trading up to 11 to get Justin Fields. I thought that was very smart of them. I like what they did there. And I for me the third spot is either between I liked what the Dolphins I liked who they drafted and when they drafted their players. I thought that was good. But at the same time I'd go I'm high on Zach Wilson. So I'm going to go the Jets because they they drafted one, they got their QB and then two, they got protection for their QB in the same round. So I thought the Jets had a phenomenal first round. Yeah, I, I'm definitely going to have to go with the Bears as my first winners. They wanted Justin Fields, so they went up and got him. Matt Nagy knows You his, want a guy, you go out and get him. Yeah, That's what I like about that. Matt team. Nagy knows his job's on the line, so you got to make a move. Um, my second winners are the Jaguars. I know everyone expected them to have a good first round anyways, yeah, but getting Trevor Lawrence and then adding his running back in the Clemson backfield – that's pretty tough. I thought that was huge. And then uh, this might sound a little biased, but I think my third winner is going to be the Philadelphia Eagles making a move to make sure they could acquire Devontae Not, a, not Smith. only the Eagles making moves, the fact is – They didn't mess it up. They didn't mess it up. <laughs> and they got – like they went from what? It was they six, got the Heisman. You six, get the Heisman what, It was 6 to 12 to 10, right? Yeah, so they, they knew – see, now when I watched it, they knew that Jamar – they must have known that Jamar and Pitts were going to be gone by 6. So why sit there at 6? When you could get your guy, and they got more 12. out of it, and the then future yeah, for future yeah, first, got, and future picks. It, like Eagles fans, you should be thanking Howie because he actually did something right for once, and it's glorious to see it. Maybe we'll start seeing the Eagles turn around. Hopefully, I hope so. I'm not even an Eagles fan, but I don't like hearing Eagles fans bitch about everything sometimes. Yeah, I feel that. What, what about losers of the draft? Biggest think, losers. I think there's a big loser this first round. Yeah. I think I wouldn't say the Bengals is it's an L taking Jamari Chase, but I wouldn't even. I it's well, let's let's make it's Jamar. Jamar, (laughs) my bad. But at the same at the same time, I like I've been saying, but Burrow needs that protection. So all depending on who they get in the second round. I mean, this is just our first round reaction. I would have liked them to take Penny at five. I thought that would have been the smarter pick. I'm not. I'm not in the NFL. I don't run an NFL team. I don't have NFL knowledge, but you could take my take how you want to take it. I think they did. I think they messed up by not taking Penny at uh, five. Uh, my loser of the first round is definitely going to have to be the Las Vegas Raiders taking um, <laughs> Alex Leatherwood. That's JR's team, right? Yeah, I, and I was talking to JR about this pick. It's not a horrible pick, but if you had to pick a loser of the first round, you're going to have to pick the Raiders because they took someone they could get later. Not saying it's not going to – like pan out for them, which I honestly like. You, if you take a Bama offensive tackle, he's probably gonna pan out good for you. But like, if you could have got him in the second round, you could have got somebody else. I guess it was that more talent. I guess it was. It was probably that scared feeling. Like you're like, oh shit, he might go before that. So let's take him now. If I was like, if I was in charge of making like NFL NFL teams draft pick, I would be just as bad as some of these guys because think- you'd be scared that you're gonna lose the guy you want. But you sometimes got to look at it like from an outside perspective. Like this dude's obviously not going that high. I don't know. I, and I think the Raiders will fix that tonight. They have three picks. They have one in the second and two in the third. So they'll get some solid guys, fix it up. Once again, I do want to apologize to everyone who was excited for the conspiracy theory episode. We didn't drop it. We'll get to it eventually, guys. It's it's not that deep. If you know yeah, what I mean. Well, it, probably in the next two episodes, we'll get one out there. Because we are uh, – today was my last day and Pat's last day of class at Cut Sound. So this next week, all we have is turn to finals. And then it's summertime, so podcast episodes should be coming to you a lot Whenever, more frequently yeah. and a better quality because, you know, this one was just kind of – Pat was on the road for this one. We're like, hey, 
here in K-Town. Let's just record the yeah, pod. Was, if we're being honest, this was this one was going to be over Zoom, but I'm glad Pat was able to come shout here. Out, shout out Roberta. Roberta, yeah, let us use her place to record the episode. But, yeah, that's all we got for today. Everyone tune in to the second and third rounds today. Some crazy stuff might happen today. I think we're going to see a lot of trades with players, not just trading picks. We didn't see that many. I thought we would have saw a lot more trades the first round. If I'm being honest with the Julio trade rumors, the Aaron Rodgers trade rumors, even – you even talk about Deshaun Watson. Like, he still has to get, like, moved. I thought – To only see – why it was two trades, right? Yeah. To only see two. And it wasn't, like, player involvement Mm -hmm. either. I thought we – Picks and stuff. I think today we might see players like Zach Ertz for the Eagles. We might see Zach Ertz move. We might see uh, if the 49ers are going to keep on to Jimmy G or move on from him, too. He might Same move with Julio, today. if the Falcons want to keep him for a year, so, see what they could do with that that receiving core and Matt Ryan or move on. Yeah, a lot of these questions will be answered today for sure. It's all with time. Speaking all of time, time, it's been real with real time. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. See you.